but it's Willow Saviour, comes to the last, got over it safely, landed three lengths clear now. Petit Zig is behind this in second place. Willow Saviour heads towards the line to win the Ladbrook for the colours of the Triple F partnership. Petit Zig was second, Flax and Flair is in third place, Crispy Green and Rodaldo de Modena, close thing for four. Hello and welcome to the Racecaller.com Tips and Trends podcast. I'm your host, Dermot Nolan, and this is the first of two podcasts this week as we go through the Ladbrook Hurdle card at Ascot on Saturday afterwards as well, just to whet the appetite for a really exciting cards over Christmas as well. We've done that podcast as well, and that'll be up later on today. So first off, lads, I'm joined by Mr. Rob Egan. How are you? Not bad. I'm joined by David Weldon. How are you? Good to see you. And I'm joined by Eugene Cosgrove. Oh, looking forward to this. Looking forward to this, of course. Of, of course. So, lads, so first and foremost, we'll go through the long walk hurdle. I see uh, Safford Aru, who was apparently a sure thing for the Hennessy Gold Cup, is now in this race. And uh, Eugene, how are you doing the trends? And uh, would you fancy him? Um, well, probably the key trend for this race is the last 10 winners were all French bred, which obviously he is. Um, yeah, from the age stats, you're looking to a five to seven year old or a previous winner of the race. You want proven uh, grade one or two hurdle winning form. And obviously, you know, one over at least two five, ideally one over three miles. World Hurdle's been the, the key trial. Seven of the last ten had run in that year's World Hurdle. Uh, the Cleave Hurdle, the previous year's race, and obviously the long distance hurdle, five of the last ten had run that the previous start. Um, I think you start with Rav Savola. His record over two mile four or further on soft to heavy in small fields is, uh, I think it's four wins, three seconds from nine runs, and then the three seconds were behind Big Bucks, Quivega, and Safir Duro, and given Safir Duro four pounds in the Cleve Hurdle. Uh, he's won the race for the last three, year, three years. So, I mean, he didn't run a great race over in France last time, six lengths behind 1,000 stars, but last year he was 18 lengths behind Zarkander in the same race, and then Pips Zarkander might have been slightly lucky. But, you know, he proved that wasn't a fluke when he almost won the Cleve under a penalty, under top maximum weight. I just think probably just at the prices he's the one to be on. Thistle cracks a course winner, two from three over three miles. There's a chance the second season novice hurdles, like second season hurdlers, might be just a cut above a poor older division of staying hurdlers. But he's not French bred, which I, just worry me a little bit. He's probably the one to be. Safirdora, I just you know backing horses coming back over hurdles after going chasing on the Cleve hurdle form. He doesn't necessarily have the beating of Rav de Savola. And then you look at, I don't know, is Thousand Star is going to run or not? But I still worry, does he actually have the stamina for three miles? I don't think he does. I yeah. mean, in France, he's done well to win over those kind of trips, but they're, just, they're not running the same He races very ones. exuberantly for three miles. Yeah. And, you know... Even Ruby Wallace said that, you know, his fear for Safa de Rue would be how big he'd jump now at the hurdles. Of course, he'd be well-schooled, but this constant chopping and changing can't be ideal really either. Can it? No, and yeah, the, 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 fen- or the hurdles over in France are kind of fancy as well. So I, I just don't think three miles and you'd imagine Ravis of will make it a test will he have enough left at the end assuming he even runs in the race so um, I think I'd just stick with another win for Ravis Savola, hoping that he might drift out to about fives um, the only thing is you take the 9 to 2 each way now you have your first three places you wait till the decks it might get into two absolutely perfect Eugene as per usual and Mr. Rob Egan who would you fancy? yeah I'm the same with Eugene there Ravis Savola. I mean you you could kind of say he won two of them, two of those long walks by default. You know, Zarkander pulled himself up in front, and I think it was a Fisher's Cross fell, and he was left in front. But I still think he's probably the best alternative because the front, the front two just look a bit weak to me. 
and um, yeah, Red Silver for me. Absolutely perfect, Rob. Uh, Mr. David Weldon. Well, of course, we're going for the favourite. Uh. Yeah, but no, all seriousness. <laughs> um, Deputy Dan ran a belt for a rate behind Tissel Crack the last day. He was getting away from Tissel Crack. He's worse off now, but he jumped his hurdles as we were talking about earlier on there, like a chaser. Um, that race will probably put him exactly right, and I'd say he travelled like the winner. I think actually agree with you completely. Yeah, he did. He, he travelled all like over the winner and threw it away. Jumped a bit of a big. joke of a race to me though. Left. Would you agree? Um, I wouldn't say that. Who took them on in front? They went to good pace. Like. Was it the John Ferguson horse? Yeah. yeah. Like, like no, just because Cole Harden didn't, didn't seem to run much of a race. And then Whisper. Cole Harden, I don't think, is that good. Like, mm. He won a world record. I just, I just, I, yeah. Everyone knew the ground wasn't going to be ideal for him anyway. Yeah, and he wasn't right. Like, his turn's yeah. March again. Like, so he was going to run his race. and mm. like He didn't go off favour for that race either. Like, so. The same as Whisper. Whisper yeah. was just not taken seriously. No, Whisper's, like, Whisper's target is the entry hurdle again. Like. Yeah. Um, but like Deputy Dan, he was classy as a novice. He finished second in the Abbot Bartlett, so he definitely stays three miles. He liked soft ground, and even though he was a monkey over fences, his level of form was quite high and he finished behind some decent types um, I just think he with three places 10 to 1 I can see him finishing second or third he might not win he might not be good enough to win um, but he definitely has a chance and I'd also give a mention to of Telly of Gordon Elliott like Gordon gave his horse a prep at Dundalk um, a couple of weeks ago and he probably would have targeted this race then knowing that it's probably going to cut up he'd probably definitely get some prize money and he's only had one run over three miles over hurdles and he won that race at entry beating called the cops way ahead in a handicapped Grand National Festival it just seems that he's absolutely massive price at about 20 yeah I, don't think you, I, I think you're right there I don't think he'll win the race but he, he's in it for prize money yeah. and you know he'd be, he'd be ridden the place yeah. and David Russell, David Russell would love do you know what I mean so yeah and like the, just the two at the top like this crack is a nice horse but they're talking about going chase this year this could be just an afterthought after winning at Newbury that's, the, that's exactly what it was Stafford yeah. is quite interesting though I think we should probably talk about that it the fact that I didn't think he ran badly in the Hennessy I thought it was quite a good run off top weight he was, exactly. he was fifth and, yeah, he, and he, he made, made, one, mistakes, one, made yeah. one major mistake down the back his big issue is that Paul Nichols is kind of like William Mullins only he doesn't have the horses he aims them at big races so the issue for Paul Nichols I imagine was is that this isn't a Gold Cup horse uh, he had to win that well race. not this year anyway because it's such That's a deep exactly. division yeah. so, like, you know, so I said it just went what can we win we can win the World Heart we'll go back to that and I don't think it it was too bad a reflection on the horse because the horse actually ran, travelled well. Mm. Just the ground probably found him out, and I don't think he's that good a horse anyway, really. Yeah. Um, I fancy Whisper on good ground back at at Cheltenham to beat him. Yeah, oh, trip again for Whisper. It's a bit like Oscar Whiskey. He's a bit tripless. I think he gets opinion. the three miles no problem. Travelled well. Yeah, stayed yeah. on well last good, year. Was on, just literally yeah. was unfit. He hadn't yeah. ran all year. On good ground maybe, but I don't think he can oh, no. at Cheltenham. Like on bad ground. Yes, Deputy Dan and. I have a little saver on Tiger Telly as well, just because Gordon doesn't send them over for the scenery. Yeah, perfect. I was quite taken by Tizzle Crack last night. I think he'd be hard to beat, but just from the value point of view, I'd be going for Deputy Dan as well. So that's Deputy Dan for Dave and myself. Uh, Rob? Reb de Sibylla. And you, Jim? I go Reb de Sibylla as well. Absolutely perfect, lads. Next up now, at 3 o'clock at Ascot, is the Sodexo Silver Cup. It looks to be a very serious race. Again, Pendra is your 4-1 to one favourite, who won at Ascot last time, finally landing a big handicap, that's where a lot of handicaps went to miss with him. And Eugene, who would you fancy here? Yeah, so the, the recent trend in this race is looking for horses with a good recent win, posting like their highest racing post rating on winning one of their last two races, and you're looking at horses aged 5-8 to eight of one of the last 10. Um, 
Hublon de Zobo, if he ignores runs on sort of fastish ground, actually does, you know, he rarely misses, you know, top four and chases. Record at Ascot's very good. Uh, the pro- I mean, he won this race off 152 two years ago, second off 161. After two poor runs this season, he's running off 150. So that gives him a good a good chance if he can bounce back to form. Young Master won it last year, but you'd probably prefer to have Garrity on it as opposed to uh, Whaley Cohn. Um, but Garrity's going to be on Pendra. Uh, so that would put me off him a bit. The one I'd probably go for the prizes is Wakanda. Uh, chase record on go- on ground softer than good is uh, four wins, two seconds, and a third. You'd hope Danny Cook will be booked because he's four from four on the horse. He's up six pounds for his latest win, the rehearsal chase. So now runs off one five one. But you know some of his novice form. He won the old old car last year. Um, you know his form of his Weatherby win two runs ago was franked by Theater Guide, finishing second in the Hennessy. So I think he's about twelve to one at the moment as an each way bet. I think I'd take him ahead of, you know, a few out-of-form ones and a few who've gone up the weights. So he'd be my pick. Absolutely perfect, Eugene. And Dave? Looking at the Hennessy as well, like, Fingo Bay ran an absolute belter behind Smart Place in the Hennessy and also ran behind them in um, his graduation chase earlier on in the year at his first run out. And he was giving weight to Smart Place that day as well. Um, he had a disaster when he first went over fences and ran out at Exeter, I think it was. Went back over hurdles and ran some incredible races and handicaps winning for temps and... Um, finishing fourth I think the great one at Punchdown Festival and he's come back now and he's really looked like he's a natural at chasing which I always thought he would, would be and 6-1 to 13-2 to two at the moment it's like a bet to nothing for me I can't see him out the first three um, each way Matt well as well for Nicky Henderson depending on the ground if it does go better could look a big price around 12-1 to one. and also Seafood it's interesting to see him now gone to yeah. Dr Richard Newland and see if he can work his magic on him horses aren't running well though Yeah, Newland's horses Something seems to be up with the Newlands stable. And uh, Rob? Yeah, I know Paul Nichols hasn't had the best of luck in big Saturday chases this year, but I'm going to go for Salubrious. I think he could just be unexposed, and his form in 2013 is quite solid. Um, I don't know who's going to ride him, probably Sam, I'd Sam's imagine. Book, yeah. Sam's book. So, again, he's probably not riding high in confidence at the moment, but hopefully he can... Um, Did you win her today? Did he, uh, yeah. Good winner. Well, yeah. Good winner today. Yeah. That's both Salubrious chances anyway. Exactly, no, I... We all felt sorry for uh, Santos and Davis, especially because none of us had backed the horse anyway. Um, and um, I actually have gone for two here. I quite like the young master, despite Sam Wiley Cohen. I actually rate him as a jockey. Um, he's got a cup winner. I think people are, yeah, mm-hmm. I think people are quite harsh on him. Um, I think he, a, it's not Aintree is the problem. The right? uh, he rides Aintree very well, uh, but the, um, I think the young master again. You can quickly ride off that last run. He was uh, he felt the first. Felt you first, know, first, like first. My only my only concern. Under Wiley Cohen. My only, only concern with that was that this is probably an afterthought now because he didn't get so far. Well, he's completely an And the phase might have gone out of him. But he won his race last year. Up. He did. Uh, you know, so it's he's only. I think he's five or six five, pounds, yeah. something like that, higher than he was last year. He's only um, five pounds higher. I think there's big improvement from him. He's only six years old, eleven to two, and at twenty to one, I had to give a mention to uh, my old favourite Katenko. Katenko was the next big national horse for Venetia Williams. Has flown off the radar for whatever reason just completely went off the boil was brilliant winning here at Ascot back in 2013 when Aidan Coleman was wax lyrical and got off him saying he's a gold cup horse or a national horse something has visibly gone wrong in him he's been given a break and he's back now for Venetia Williams this is a big race to put him into I'd imagine they could have found an easier handicap for him he's out on a Saturday at 20 to 1 and Venetia's runners generally go well at Ascot so he might just be worth a small bet so it's Katenko 
each way 20 to 1 but I'd have a win bet on the young master uh, Rob Salubrious for me Dave Fingal Bay and Eugene Wakanda Wakanda absolutely perfect for the banging form through Smith team before we move on to the big race of the day now the Ladbroke hurdle we'll just take a quick commercial break we are looking for the best horse racing tipsters some say they are a rare breed and live in the newspaper on the radio and in the TV we disagree we think they live among us hidden in the long grass of everyday life scared to reveal their true selves so we created race color a safe haven for these geniuses of the GGs. People that can get inside a horse's head. So far we have found them. On the bus. At work. Hill walking with a friend. Reading. In the gym. Being thrown out of their home. If you find them, do not approach directly. Just follow them from a safe distance on race caller. Okay, thanks very much for coming back to us there. Um, and um, first off, now we'll go straight into the Ladbroke Cardinal. This is a terrific race, lads. Gordon Elliott Eugene has won this race for two in the last three years. He has two bullets this year in the shape of Rasinga Turix, I think that's how you say his name, and Diamond King. Would you fancy either of them? You'd well, you'd pretty much just have to anything he runs, uh well, one 2012-14 place finisher 2013, there's only three runners in the race in the last ten years. So if he sends one out, whatever he sends over, you gotta give a big chance to. Um if you look at the trends, the last ten winners are age four to six. You want a horse carrying ten, nine or more, top three finish last time unexposed so t- 8 of the last 10 and running 4 or fewer handicaps uh, handicap hurdles and the other trainer probably to look at Skelton Dan Skelton won it in 2013 and his runner last year was placed there is only 2 runners in the race the Henderson and Pipe teams have won 6 of the 12 runnings ever so of the of the bigger yards those ones are also so I can start with Hurricane Hollow Skelton's good record my only problem with him is his three hurdles wins have all come gone left-handed and on better ground. Um, there was an interesting one at the bottom, but again, he probably wants better ground. Is Galizzi from the Ferguson Yard? He was second to the Big Gamble at the Cheltenham Open meeting. One of those handicaps. The yeah, that's yeah. the one, and um, he'll be one to be interesting because Ferguson targets his best four-year-olds, sort of handicap hurdlers in that race. Three Kingdoms, Chesterfield and Cape Dutch in the last four years. They've all gone on to win races later on, or should have won uh, races later on the season, but for falling. And there'll be a race on the 27th at Kempton, a handicap hurdle that I'd say Galizzi might turn up in and could win. But the one I'd go for in this, probably, you know, it'll be a lot of people, on a lot of people's radar, Renetti, um, still unexposed six-year-old, if you ignore when he planted himself at the start at a grade two at Ferry House in 2014, he's got a very good record going right-handed. But for a, a sort of a late fall at Limerick, it'd be three wins in a second to the Tuller Tank in the Royal Bond from four runs. Um, his run in the Great Wood was a super effort considering you know, how slowly he started. Only ended up seven lengths behind the old guard, old guard giving six pounds. Old guard goes and wins the, the international hurdle. I think of the top eight, only Devilman's run since as well. He was second in a listed handicap hurdle. And, you know, Renetti was the only one 
off a big weight to get to make the frame. I think everything else was carrying 10, 10 or less. He was up at 11.5. And it's one of those races, it's not easy to carry big weight in the Great Wood. So he's up three pounds. Um, I just hope Mullen sends him over. But I think at 12 to 1, he's got a great chance. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, Rob? Yeah, Eugene's right about Rennie. He could be just a better class in a lot of these. But um, one I've come down on, and I tipped him up in the open meeting for the Great Wood was Baduri from the pipe yard he's still unexposed and I probably if he if he doesn't do me a turn this time I'll probably I'll let him go and I'll wait for his novice yeah exactly I'll wait for his novice chase campaign um, he was beaten down the field and he was slightly hampered in the Great Wood um, and David Pipe's horses weren't running well yeah I don't think he was fully wound up for that to be honest um, he didn't he look he was none of them looked fully yeah. wound up so I'm going to give him another Terribly. go He's he kind of fits a lot of the profile as Eugene was saying there he's good age he's unexposed he's down the weights comes from a yard that knows how to win this race so it's a bit of a minefield. You're probably better off asking Mr. Weldon. He know he knows his races better. Midori for you and uh, never seen David Weldon smile like as much as he does before a big handicap. So Dave, who do you fancy here? Yeah, I love this race. Um, hopefully, it gets muddy as well. It just makes it even better. Um, I've about six in the shortlist. I don't even know where to start. I'll let you talk about sorted out because I know you like him too. Waxy Stargill. I start with him. He ran in the Greatwood with Renetti and finished. Six lengths behind Olgaard. Um, Forms worked out really well, as Eugene was saying. Olgaard's gone on to win, in, win the international. Noel Mead has an awful record at Cheltenham, and his horses have an awful record first time out. So, whatever he did that day, he was obviously going to improve from. He's gone up again four pounds, um, and he's a lot higher than his Irish rating in the UK because the English Every handicap. Every Irish horse lately is higher yeah. in the UK. Always been really. The English handicap gave him six pounds before he even went over for Greywood. So he's nearly ten pounds higher than his Irish mark. So it's interesting that they couldn't find a race from here, and they decided to go to Ascot for the Labrook. I know it's a big pot and all that, but doesn't usually bother JP. Um, so I think he's very interesting. It'd be interesting to you, Barry picks. They might even get a claimer on him to take a few bit of weight off. Um, is Jack going over to ride? Verkson tricks. I was just saying maybe. Um, you just don't know. They might get him to could ride. be Luke Dempsey either. Yeah, they could get him to ride that one either because he's ride, ridden a few for JP lately. He rode Vazangaris to finish second last time as well. Yeah, but would Jacob not be riding him? Who? Given he's owned by oh, Jacob Simon would be riding him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other one I like is Altior, um, but he's entered and second favourite for a novice race on the Friday, so I'd imagine he'd probably go there. But he's up high in the weights, but he's a novice. He's only won, ran three times over hurdles and been even more impressive each time. And his bump perform behind Barters Hill and Bells Hill is ridiculously strong. Um, Zarab as well is another horse I like. Disappointed big handicaps. He just doesn't put it all in, I don't think. And it wasn't that run last time though. It wasn't. Mind Irving? Yeah, but... Well back too. He's well back to his 3-1. He's cool. well back to each of his times. If you hear about an old breeding operation, it will be on him. Exactly, yeah. Um, he's probably likely to still improve because he's only a four-year-old. Um, and he's unexposed. Record, as Eugene mentioned as well. It's, exactly, so it'd be interesting him. Little Rockefeller was good last time out. Um, again, he was a juvenile last year, so he could still be improving. Soft grounds making to him. And I also like the top weight sign of victory. I think he's probably going to be Henderson's runner in the race. And he had a warm-up run at Wolverhampton, which he won, beating that former Aiden O'Brien horse. US Navy SEAL. US Navy SEAL. Um, and he'd be interesting as well. I'm going to go actually Stargill just because I think he ran an absolute belter last time and Nomi usually doesn't send many horses over to the UK so I just think you have to step and take notice of that and he's thinking about 14 to 1 and um, could look a big price in the day absolutely perfect David yeah so as you said both of us fancy sorted out I think he actually has a big chance in here of 144 his second 
in the county hurdle, two runs back behind Wicklow Brave at the Cheltenham Festival, of course. That form has gone on to be franked very, very much so this year. Uh, Wicklow Brave has been a brilliant winner in the Eborn the flat and was also a very close third last time behind Faheen and Nicholas Canyon, although, again, obviously, you can crab that form, but still, it's very, very strong form. And he came out last time a punch down, he only won by a length, but he should have won by an awful lot more, beating Arbery de, de V and Clondaw Warrior, who also went on to have an epic flat campaign. That's a serious, serious form. He's 144, he handles heavy going. He'll probably be soft to heavy at most, I'd imagine, but he still handles it. He'll have no problem with any trip or anything else. And I thought 10 to 1 was far too big for this horse, running off 11 2. And Zarab as well at 14 to 1. I'd probably wait in the morning, but if I saw some money coming for him, I probably would go for him because Skelton was going on about this horse before the uh, Fred Winter. The Fred Winter that he was a proper horse. Yeah. Clearly, he's not seeing out his trips or something else, but Dan Skelton has been, he's the king in improving these horses, and this race could have been the target as well along. You just don't know. Um, a serious trainer, and Zarab's, but, but again, it will be sorted out for me. And uh, Dave, of your uh, 17, uh, 17 strong shortlist, who'd who do you fancy from that? Uh, just touch on sorted out as well. He's eight pounds higher than he was when he won at Punchstown last year, but the UK handicappers left him alone. He's only just given them the eight pounds. He hasn't bumped up a couple extra more. as well. And Ed Harty has had he had two winners on Monday. I think yeah. in Avon, he's in cracking form. I was actually interested to see if Joshua Lane was running today. Can't now, but it was called off. Um, I think he's an absolute no, never. <laughs> um, he's a cracking horse. But for me, Waxy Stargill, the other JP McMahon's horse, I think he's a great chance. And you? Uh, I'm sticking with Renetti. Uh, just hope that you know he gets away with the he field. Runs. Well, he runs, yeah, because he has planted himself and he can start slowly. As long as he jumps away with the rest of them, he's probably got enough class to at least make the frame. Yeah, hopefully, course. win it. That's a massive chance. So, fairly Irish contingent here by Rob, who went for Padori for, for one last time. One last time, absolutely no worries. <laughs> okay, so that's the, the end of this podcast. But don't forget, later on today, we will have a second podcast up covering all of the racing over Christmas. Thanks very much, gentlemen. Thank Cheers. You. Thank you. And don't forget as well, all those trends are up on racecaller.com as well. And we'll also have a pick six game on Saturday. Just join up on racecaller.com and you can win £2,500 sterling cash. It won't be bad before Christmas anyway. So thanks very much and the best of luck with all your bets. We are looking for the best horse racing tipsters. Some say they are a rare breed and live in the newspaper, on the radio and in the TV. We disagree. We think they live among us. Hidden in the long grass of everyday life. Scared to reveal their true selves. So we created Race Collar. A safe haven for these geniuses of the GGs. People that can get inside a horse's head. So far we have found them. On the bus. At work. Hill walking with a friend. Reading in the gym. Being thrown out of their home. If you find them, do not approach directly. Just follow them from a safe distance on race caller. <laughs> <laughs>